Uba. Almost. There we go. Welcome, okay. ladies and gentlemen, to the WAN show. We've got a fantastic show for you guys today. Oh, of and course. for once, it's not my fault that we were late. Yeah. I was like, hey, we should start the show. We're both here. The thumbnail's done. Title's done. And then Luke was like... Not exactly how it went down. Well, it's basically how it went down. He was like... <laughs> Look at all these people that are signing up for Flowplane. I want to tell you all about them. That's and I true. talk to them, and they think it's really cool, and they want to join. And there's actually one that's already done a video about going live on Floatplane. And for privacy reasons, I can't say how many people subscribed already. Yeah. But I can say the word already. Yeah. I can say already. Yep. Instead of something like, so far. Yep. Right? Yep. I am giving no information. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is definitely not, you know, LTT related or anything. No. But uh, you know what? We're just going to promote. Am I going to get demonetized just for promoting a channel that gets demonetized all the time? Okay, I'm going to pause Maybe. it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause it. I'm yeah. going to pause it. Not playing any videos. So Forgotten Weapons has been around for a long time and has struggled in some of the main ways that weapons channels do. Hey. And look at this. Look at this. Look at this video. Low plane. Huh, how about that? It's neat. Actually, he did a great job. He did. Like, A-plus job of explaining what exactly the heck Floatplane is. Clearly and gets it, clearly understands the platform. Why anyone should care. Yep. And uh, what's really cool is that his audience didn't flip out over it, and in fact, seemed to mostly just think it was awesome that he was getting involved with us, so that's, that's pretty encouraging. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's freaking awesome. So, yeah, massive, massive shout out, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to tell you guys about some of the other people that are planning to go live, but we can't really say anything until they've said something. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Anyway, we've got a great show for you guys today. We're going to be talking about Intel's reveal of their DG1 graphics card. They actually did show hardware. Yep. Right? Yep. So that's positive. Oops, so. oops. There we go. Um, we've also, oh, we're going to discuss Sony building their own car. <laughs> so yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, what else we got on we the docket for today? We should call the PS car. Yeah, well, based on Not how great. creative their Not branding great. is. The drive station. Okay, okay, okay. The, Actually, can, we, can we talk about their creative branding? Can that be a topic? Because the internet flamed them over PS5. Okay, we can talk about it. And yes. I'm so upset about that. 100%. 100% we can talk about That's it. That's ridiculous. 100% we can talk about it. Ugh. Uh, okay. We've also got Dell showing off their Windows-based Switch competitor, the Alienware Concept UFO. So that's pretty exciting. I actually really think it's pretty cool. And you might like this. Cherry updates their MX switches to now be rated for 100 million actuations. That is cool. Um, and totally irrelevant. The amount that most people type, yeah. they would never even get close to 50 million, let alone 100. Even for like rather extreme typists, I, I believe it was rather over-engineered in the state it was already at. My that, keyboard that's having issues. Hold on. That is an amazing name for like, like a, a nerdy parody band. Okay, extreme typists. <laughs> <laughs> I would go see them. Just based on the name alone. <laughs> They're all keyboardists. They, they, oh like, they God. play guitar sounds by I, pressing, uh, like, keyboard buttons. I love it. The extreme typists. Yeah. 
Anyway, sorry, carry on. I, just, I got totally distracted because that was awesome. My keyboard has seen an obscene amount of use, and it didn't like none of its switches are the reason why it's having problems. No, especially it's, it's if they're not cherry. the switches. I yeah. mean, okay, we can talk about it a little bit more later. First, we got to roll the intro, and I'm gonna do that. Yeah. It's working, right? Okay. Cardinal Pong says, is there a quiet ITX build? Well, there is if you make one. You're welcome, Carlo. World Class Channel says, what about the Sony car that will definitely be launched with no problems? What about it indeed? <laughs> Wonderful question. Absolutely love it. You know what? Let's make this show all Q&A. Linus, how to build a budget PC that runs 144 frames on Fortnite. Did someone well, ask that in YouTube chat? That's the easiest thing ever, because as long as you don't have to run 144 frames per second, any computer will eventually run 144 frames. He also, what else we got here, boys and girls? He also didn't define a resolution, so you just downsample that to all heck, and it'll be great. No problem. Could anybody recommend Secret Labs Chair? I have no idea what you're talking about and no, neither does anybody else because it's a secret. Oh. <laughs> what else we got here? Uh, Luke's shirt is not playing well on my TV. That's going to give me a seizure. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah, the, the camera doesn't like the dots all being close to each other. Is mine any better? No, not really. I guess it's just lower. I think the white. Well, and like being up here, um, probably makes it a little more. It looks better in person. If you want a shirt that looks like this on camera, you can get one. USB-C t-shirt, $19.99 on the LTT store. Do you love USB-C as much as I do? Then show your love with the Type-C t-shirt. That's, that's 2020 romance right there. <laughs> I know, right? Heck yeah. What else we got? I love this. Let's do some more Q&A. Yeah. Hi Linus, says Jade, can my 60 hertz monitor play games at 120 FPS or will it just be stuck at 60 FPS? The only way to find out for sure is to take that monitor, put it right there in front of your keyboard and see how well it plays those games. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Um, ahem. Can you overclock? Hold on. Oh, this is great. Franco says, can you overclock a Ryzen 7 2600 with a B450 mobile? I can't. I don't have one. <laughs> Vico says, Luke sabotaging the land show. He might be, but that's not what this show's called. I don't <laughs> run the land show, so I don't consider that to be a significant problem. Hey, perfect. Linus, how do I get XLR power supply cables? Dear God, you don't. Please do not plug an XLR cable and the other end of XLR into a power supply and then anything else. Yeah, I was gonna say, if you, you touch that to the wall, it might be a bit of an issue. I'm pretty sure the only one PSU was ever made with them and I can't find any. XLR power supply, okay, now I'm curious. Now we've gone off the rails. Um, we both just immediately started Googling. Wow, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. No, I've actually, I've seen these. What are we talking about? I didn't here? know it was technically still XLR, but I've seen these. You've probably seen these too. 
Throwing a lot more like old retro-y kind of stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Hold on a second, everybody. All right, so these are quite frequent, these connectors are quite frequently used for things like scooters, electric yeah. skateboards, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, what I would probably search for, okay, you're getting a free tech tip right now. I'm charging you absolutely nothing for this tech free tip. Free tech tip! You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. No cost tech tip. Is I would look for electric skateboard charge cable. And um, we've got a bunch, what, what, really? Hmm, okay. <laughs> Hold on, let's try something else. Let's try something else, okay? Scooter. Well, okay, the XLR cable itself is not actually that complicated, so how much the cable do you need? Well, part of is the issue is that a lot of the time they're not, like, male to female or male to male. They're, like, uh, like hard soldered at Yeah, but, like, the, the other end of an XLR cable is often relatively random. Like, you can you can see through a lot of these stuff. It's The, the ends are not necessarily All right, the same. that worked a lot better. Electric scooter charging cable. Woo! Oh, <laughs> it's laptop just blue screen. <laughs> Anyways, and that's what happens. That's what happens with XLR power cables. There you go. That's why I wasn't recommending them in the first place. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what I was gonna say, actually, Amazon.ca has the uh, the ends for XLR power cables. So you could like make your own cable if you needed to. Yeah, that's honestly probably what I would end up doing. Just like you just strip the existing cable. Yeah. And then you put it together, you make sure that the thing is wired up right, you check the wiring diagram from the manual of your device, um, and then you use a multimeter, make sure you actually did it right, do a sanity check, and then you wrap the whole thing in an electrician's tape. Or you do it shrink properly, wrap it. shrink wrap. Yeah. <laughs> That's an option too. Uh, pause in there for a second. I feel like the, the, the electrician's tape thing came from some personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, more questions? Uh, yeah. Everyone just saying F because of the laptop? Uh, yeah, basically. So, uh, all right, why don't we jump into our first topic today then? You lead the conversation because I don't have my notes. Yeah, so I guess. Intel announced it. No, I'm just messing with. <laughs> People get so mad. They're like, Linus always interrupts Luke. So I'm going to shut up. I'm going to be good today. I was reading the comments on a recent WAN show and they were like, Linus never stops talking. He never lets Luke talk. And so I resolved this is my New Year's resolution to not cut Luke off anymore I and not keep talking over you when you're just trying to get a word in edgewise. That, I feel, is <laughs> really important to our audience, really important um, for respecting my co-hosts, my colleagues, <laughs> my friends, people that I've worked with and had relationships with for a long time. And, uh, you know, I do you feel that that's important? No. Because I really feel like... <laughs> I think if, if I can get my opinion in here, I think what is ultimately king is content. And if you are going on a good rant... I think it is my job to try to either keep you going or understand when it is genuinely too far and then try to derail you. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily for me to add in if, if you're doing well on your own. Well, thank I you. don't have to get my two cents in. Um, right. Especially now that I don't make videos. Like, I don't have to worry about my, like, presenter brand. I have stalled long enough that my system is booted it's again. back up. We can keep looking at XLR power cables. All right, go Okay, ahead. Intel's DG1 GPU shown in the flesh. In recent weeks, there have been a few different leaks about Intel's discrete GPU, dubbed the DG1. Most of them not that positive. 
Yeah. Okay, I was wondering if you were having the same stance as me. Uh, running there, is it Z? X-E? I'm calling it X-E so far. X-E, but it's a lowercase e, which dissuades me from... Yeah, is that an element? Oh. Xenon. Oh, wow. Now that's going to get confusing. Okay. You're going to have your Xeons and your Xenons. The number of times I've heard people call a Xeon processor a Xenon already. Yeah. I actually didn't even think of that yet. Wow, so now it's a disaster in one more way. Please care. Please do tell I'm me. I'm going to bring this back up when we talk about the Sony naming thing that everyone's so bummed about. Anyways, uh, their Z, I'm not going to call it Xenon because that's going to get more confusing, uh, discrete graphics architecture. Rather than being hush-hush about it, they just announced it. Showed it to everybody. They put it in the laptop. They, I believe, they showed it in the PCIe configuration. Uh, but yep. in that configuration, it's just kind of like a dock for the laptop version, which is like we've seen that before. Also, at the same time, hella disappointing though. I was planning that like switcheroo computer where I was going to do AMD CPU Intel graphics card. So I thought it would be going to be fun. Now I'm like, ugh. Maybe uh, not. They haven't really given us any specs to speak of. No, but Steve from Gamers Nexus is hilarious, by the so way. So great. He, he manually counted the frames in a video and determined that uh, Destiny 2 was running at roughly 46 FPS uh, on low 1080p. So performance similar to a GTX 960M or an RX 560 uh, laptop edition. Not, not super exciting. Yeah, I mean, 960M, like... It is entirely PCI bus-powered. Yeah, I mean, I if guess... If you care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so could... I bet NVIDIA could build something 960M tier that is PCIe bus-powered at this point. Sure, like, yep. Without much difficulty whatsoever. Yep. Um, yeah, this is pretty uh, notably not exciting. Maybe... Maybe there's more than one graphics card coming? Maybe this is the one the leaks were about, so they were just like, hey! I've seen... And the funny thing about the... Or not funny thing, the lame thing about this is like, you don't know what you can and can't believe, right? Because I've seen yeah. posts on like Reddit and Twitter, people being like, yeah, I'm like, I'm at Intel, and I, I, I can't wait for when, you know, the world's going to see this, and like... I'm sitting here going, really? Yeah, there, so a, a very valid comment is that this is super early on, it hasn't been optimized, but, yeah, but that's a lot of performance to optimize. Yeah, you can't, you can't optimize a motorcycle into uh, an 18-wheeler, you know? Like it doesn't, <laughs> when, when you talk about optimization, you're talking when you, when you achieve a double-digit performance improvement. Okay, you did fair, a great job. In this scenario, it's yeah. probably more intense than that um, because, like, no game ever has been made for this type of GPU. Yeah, but Intel knows enough about building a GPU driver at this point that here's... Okay, here's my counter-argument to that. We've heard this time and time again. Three yeah. months, six months, nine months before release. I mean, Tom's Hardware has this spectacular running record of almost every new Intel CPU. Actually, I don't know if they've done it lately, but going back a while ago, so, you know, like three, four to ten years ago, 
they had reviews, like nearly full reviews up of Intel CPUs months prior to launch. And they would always, it was always early silicon, and it was already, always early BIOSes, obviously, because you probably still remember. Even, yeah. even when you're a couple days from launch, you can still be getting BIOSes that'll yeah. change the performance by single, sometimes even double digits in certain edge cases. Um, and they would always have these- I love how, it's just a quick aside, I love how people pretend like it's been decades since I worked on computers. You probably still remember. Well, no, I as mean, if it the, was so long I ago. I mean, the drama, <laughs> the drama, not the as like. As if I forgot. <laughs> it's yeah. been like the majority of my professional life. Like Nick, I had to do something. I had to work on a computer the other day, and Nick was like, "Do you still remember how?" And I was like, "What the?" Well, I know you. Okay, I would like, have I've said built that. So many computers. I was saying it as much for the benefit of the audience <laughs> oh. as, as as for you. I don't, oh, well, okay. When you, yeah, yours. I don't actually think. You I don't think know Nick this. was genuinely a little bit concerned oh, though, and it's just like, come on. Okay. Well, at Jeez. any rate, at any rate, Ugh. um. Right, so they would always have these disclaimers in these reviews that go, well, remember, this, these performance numbers were run yeah. on pre-production hardware with pre-production BIOS, so, you know, don't take it seriously. And the comments would be full of, I don't even know why they bothered to publish this. You know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be way better, it's gonna be way better. It was never <laughs> once dramatically better. Yeah. Not one time was it ever like notably like way better because it's their first time entering the market with a discrete gpu entering the market i know they've worked on it before but entering the market Me, i will give them a little bit they launched the i740 it's like 20 years ago okay yeah first time in roughly 20 remember years. too who this is though uh yeah this is intel when they've they got some say, big names behind it when they say something is not done it could be to the standard that someone else would already be shipping. Yeah. It's Intel. The yeah. fact that they have it sitting there running at all means that it's like... Okay, so given that, when do you think it's going to yes. come out? Um, oh, I'd be surprised if we don't see hardware at Computex. I, 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 I'd, be, I'd be very surprised if we don't see hardware at Computex. And if that's the timeline... I think this is pretty much it. I think this is pretty much it. I think we're gonna see, we're gonna see like you here. here unless again, unless there's more GPUs, because they just showed this one. Now, there could be a higher end GPU. That's possible. There could be one of, that is like four of these glued together. For yeah. all we know. Yeah. But just for fun, we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna find. Uh, you know, let's get a Titan Titan graphics card. All right. Sure. Titan graphics what card. Here's some release highlights. Uh... Oh, wow. Okay. Any additional information? Nope. You okay. want to pick a more mainline? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's this, usually the same release notes. Um, my, the point that I'm trying to make here, guys, is how much of a performance improvement you typically expect to see from one driver release to another. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, here, let's have a look at this one. Uh, control F percent. And nope. <laughs> well, we got we got nothing specific there. Oh, is it really going to redo this search every time? I hate that. I hate that so much. Now I have to I have to right click and and I hate this too. This triggers me so much when right the right click behavior is altered so you can't open it in a new oh, tab yeah. easily. It drives me absolutely bonkers. 
Ah, uh, no, okay. Well, whatever. The point is, occasionally, NVIDIA will release a driver that's like, yeah, we've got a 7% improvement here, a 20% improvement there. I'm expecting that, title by title. But the other thing you've got to bear in mind is that if Intel is showing Destiny 2, like, if that's what they decided to show, they didn't pick a worst-case scenario. Yeah. So those, like... 15% improvement here, 20% improvement there. On 1080 low. <laughs> that ain't that ain't necessarily coming on Destiny 2. Uh, I'd love to be wrong about this. I would love to be proven yep. wrong about this, but I think that Intel's discrete graphics is basically going to turn out to be their integrated graphics on Roids, and it's going to be great in 10 years. It's <laughs> um, a long time. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like I, I'd say, because okay, here's the thing: we're gonna get another it, console refresh. We'll in probably a year. okay. Yeah, every console refresh brings with it a big jump forward in visual fidelity because all of a sudden the consoles are running modern hardware again. Woo! Yeah, I'm really stoked. About and that. game developers can actually design around that. Yeah. So Intel is is gonna be way behind, way behind, because the game's coming for that console refresh in their. Whether it's being developed good, now. Yeah, whether it's a good port or a poorly optimized one are going to be more demanding on Windows at, and Linux for that matter, or Mac for that matter. Hey! Hey! <laughs> They're going to be more demanding on gaming PCs than anything that we've seen before. And Intel is already looking like they're going to be barely competitive with a last-gen mid-tier card, and we've got another generation of NVIDIA cards that will probably have launched by that time as well. Something that you just made me think of yeah. is when you when you listed the like Windows and Linux and Mac, is something that's going to be really cool is once that PC is out, if it's a real thing, whatever, is that gaming PCs will have the whole family back together. Gaming PCs will mean all three of them. That is true. That's actually pretty cool. Go Proton. I like that. Um, okay, so they're already behind the eight ball today. They're gonna be even more behind the eight ball once another generation of hardware hits us from NVIDIA. Um, I just don't see it, I don't see it being relevant until they've had quite a lot of time to iterate if what they're targeting is this power efficient mobile gaming type behind of the eight ball? solution. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard you say, what is that, how does that make sense? How does that work? Behind the eight ball? Yeah. It means like behind. Why would that mean behind the, because the eight ball is the last one you're supposed to get in the pocket? I mean, I don't know the, what is, what is it? Epa ep, uh, something, whatever, behind the eight ball Idiom. origin. Okay. Behind the eight ball means placed in a difficult situation from which one is unlikely to escape. Oh, oh because so no one wants to wrong. hit it. Because you can't hit the eight ball. Look at that. Well, now I know. To be in a difficult or awkward position, to be at a dis Okay, this other definition seems to be more like what I'm saying. To be out of luck, in a losing position, to be baffled as to what to do or how to proceed. Yeah, that sounds closer. I don't play pool, but as far as I know, you can't hit the eight ball no. until you've sunk all your I other believe things. if you scratch the eight ball, you lose. Yeah. Like, immediately. I think so. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it's difficult. Okay, sure. Scratch the eight ball. When show! Looking up random sayings, <laughs> figure out what they mean. <laughs> Look, I don't make the rules here, okay? Wait, you can have a stalemated pool game? How does that work? Uh, what? If after three consecutive turns at the table by each player, six turns total, 
the referee judges, or if there's no referee, both players agree that attempting to pocket or move an object ball will result in loss of game. The balls will be re-racked with the original breaker of the stalemated game breaking again. Huh. Huh. So I guess if like all the balls remaining are so close to going in? Wait, what? That there's no like feasible way for you to... I don't understand. I guess if the eight ball is positioned in a certain way, if, if like one of the balls is way, way, way too close to a pocket, I'm assuming, and the eight ball is like no matter what in the way of it, so you'd no matter what hit the eight but ball. But they have to take three consecutive turns, which means presumably that they would play a scratch and put another ball up on the table. I don't, I don't really, okay, you know what? It doesn't matter, not terribly important. Uh, what is important is the sponsors for today's show. We don't know show. anything about pool. Yeah. I'll just go for a swim, you know? That's my, that's my pool. All right, sponsor number one for today is a new one. Vessi Footwear. Okay, we need a water bucket for this sponsor, evidently. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give oh! All right. So, their big thing, okay? Huh is that they offer a 100% waterproof shoe using a knit material. Yeah, you were speculating that there was rubber involved, but there isn't. Interesting. So you know how the, um, you know how the water resistance uh, meshes on phones, for example, on speaker grills? Yeah. You know how those work? No. It actually just has to do with the way the mesh is constructed. It's it not necessarily allow. like a hydrophobic coating, although hydrophobic coatings are never a bad idea. But it just like the, the pores are too small yeah. and water just beads against them. It's like that's why you can, you know, still use a microphone when you're when you've got a water resistant phone. Anyway, um so that you can walk through rain, snow, mud, and slush without worry, and their material helps regulate the temperature of your feet. It actually is breathable. <laughs> On hot days, it'll keep you cool. Cold days, it'll keep them warm. Well, what? It's just the top That's of the shoe. That's a very reasonable dirty. test. No, I just, I had I never just thought of that before. What does breathable mean? Yeah. Can you breathe through it and feel it on the other side? Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's flexible. It stretches. <laughs> kind of like wearing a second pair of socks. Actually, really light. 175 grams, about the weight of an iPhone. And their herringbone tread pattern is designed to grip anything you walk on, making them great for hikes. The antimicrobial insoles will keep your feet fresh. Good luck. I don't know. Good, good luck, seriously. <laughs> um, with my feet, anyway. And you it, can get it them might help mitigate a little bit. For 15% off with offer code WANSHOW. So let's see just how waterproof water all over the they are. Ready? And... Okay, there's a bit of a lip here. I'm gonna go in, like... It's genuinely not maybe the greatest container to... Yes. Oh, that. no! Well, there you go. It, wow. It got water wow. inside. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll use the other one. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a way to test this. All right. You're a review channel, Linus. Get yeah. it together. <laughs> I should really know better. Huh. Okay, so you got, you might have gotten it through the lace area there. So if I had to assume, you might have gotten a little bit of water inside just because uh, the thing, but I don't know how the thing nope. around the laces works. No, it's actually, uh, it's solid. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so. Cool. It, See, there's no gap there. Well, put your hand in. Yeah, put it all the way in there. Yeah, all the way in. <laughs> all the way, yeah. It's dry. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. So you can check them out at messyfootwear.com slash wanshow. Oh, I'll move. No, no, I'll, I'll move these. Um, you can get 15% off with offer code wanshow. Go check them out. 
<laughs> oh, oh, the that Brita thing cracked. Oh, really? I, yeah, because I was holding it with one hand by the end, and where my thumb was holding it cracked. I thought I was gonna drop it. Oh, jeez. Um. Okay, new. Also brought to you by Monday.com. Monday Save 10% on Monday.com. Monday.com is the productivity tool to help manage your work and the work of your team. It's super simple to set up and super customizable. You can import any data that you need and share whoever needs to and share with and share it with whoever needs to be on a project. Uh, you can track the progress of projects at a glance with different view options. It integrates with tons of third-party products like Excel, Slack, Jira, Dropbox, etc. And excuse me, you can automate tasks so you can focus on getting work done. So sign up today for an extended 30-day free trial at lmg.gg monday.com. Really, really recommend it. Great tool. Um, speaking of great tools, Luke, can you uh, point at that for me? <laughs> no, I meant the pointing part. I didn't mean you're a tool. I meant, you know what? It doesn't matter. Displate! LMG.gg slash displaywin. Go get your artwork. They have over 600,000 designs from 30,000 artists. They attached your wall with magnets. Thanks, Vanna. No mounting tools are required because magnets, duh. And so far, How they, do have, those work? they have planted 11 million trees because they'll plant a tree for every display that you purchase. We even have our own prints. I think James's is the best, but mine's pretty sweet too. And you can check them out at lmg.gg slash when. Portraits. That's right. I need to get a new one with my new car. Actually, my new car is like not iconic, so no, that would not. sort of be irrelevant. All right. We've got a few more great topics for you guys today. I thought you were going to review that car. I still am. Are you just trolling me right now? Is that what's going on? Well, no, because no, we had a follow-up conversation to this not way too long ago. And I thought you said you were going to do it for, like, 2019 mm -hmm. and then get another one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. Oh, okay. And I didn't. Okay. I mean, I actually... Um, like I have, I just, I genuinely am not yeah, filled in past I think, that point. I think I got it in like fall of 2018 at this point. I've had it over a year. Uh, what I had actually intended to do was keep it for a very short period of time. Yeah. And, um, you know, I like it. <laughs> there, so, there's your review. <laughs> nice. So I, so I have not, in fact, ended up changing my car. Um, it's very, it's very practical. Very practical, you know, I'm, I'm a practical kind of guy. Uh, I've had a lot of people ask me, why don't you get a Tesla? And because um, I, I didn't, because I paid like 20 grand less than what you would for a Tesla. And I have no range anxiety. Teslas are expensive. I plug my phone in if I need smart car features. Not a smart car, that's a different thing. Uh, Sony, speaking of cars, built their own car. Okay, before we get into this, I really want to talk about the naming thing. PS5, what do you think? Well, it's obvious. It had to be PS5. What else were they going to call it? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I okay. I actually, I wrote an episode of TechLink for the first time ever. Oh. In all the years that TechLink ha TechLink has existed as a format. Um, okay. Not back when it was NetLinked Daily. So back when I was just winging it. Um, but ever since it was a scripted news roundup, I have never actually written it. Okay. Not once. Yeah, okay. I wrote it for the first time on Tuesday for Wednesday's episodes. Uh, episode. It was fun, and I actually addressed this exact issue because Riley had glossed Clearly over didn't it. didn't watch it. But I thought it was really funny. 
um, that people were giving them such a hard time. Now, I don't get it. I agree that they could have done something edgier and more futuristic looking for the... the, the, the oh, for the design. For the design. Oh, okay. I 100% agree with that. I thought the PS2 design was super cool because I'm old and whatever. I thought it was cool. Um, I think that the PS3 one was kind of a little bit try-hard. Um, what does it genuinely look like? Is it this? Like the console? Yeah. That's yeah. It? I think they could have done That's something... That's pretty new and different and edgy. Yeah, I think they could have done something that better matched it. That's all I'm trying to say. That better matched it? Yeah. Oh, you think the name could be something that better matched no, it? No, no, like the, the logo design. Like... I have no problem with them calling it PlayStation 5. Oh my god, why didn't they make it a V? I See, I don't know. They could have done literally anything. And it would have been more than the consoles, what it, they did. It has a V symbol on it. Yes. Like, that's not even stretching that far. My one th the, the thing that drives me nuts is everyone looks at Xbox and goes, oh, well, you can't count linearly. And everyone looks at everything else and goes like, why can't you just make it a simple name? And then PlayStation's like, we got you. This is the fifth one that we have made. Okay. And everyone's like, ah! USGamer.net. Here That's we go. Boring. PlayStation. That was an excellent design for the time. Um, it, it was. Made, it made the point that it had 3D graphics. Uh, it was a P and an S. It looked pretty cool. Fantastic. Uh, PS2. I thought PS2 was super cool. It looked yeah. very... This is a new generation of thing. It's like, it's way better. It's like performance and shit. Really design of the times. Yep. Like like the, the slimness, especially yep. when they had the slim out. The black plastic. The the, the logo being very edgy. Yep. Lots of edges on the console, lots of edges on the it logo. It was a great looking console for the time. This, very Spider-Man. Yes. I was not a huge fan. It basically of... looks like Spider-Man font, 100%. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, it, they also say Spider-Man. Is it literally the same font? Is it? They, they say Spider-Man of PlayStation 3 Go Spider-Man. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, everyone thought it looked like Spider-Man, so yeah. it's not like I was. Uh, yeah. It's not like I was coming up with something new there. Uh, okay, so yeah. I wasn't a fan of this one it either. It got updated to PS3. I was okay with this one because I thought it matched the aesthetic of the rest of the console very I just, well. I just never liked the PS3 consoles. So then, wait, what happened to PS4? Where are the? What the? Thank Fantastic. You. Thank you for the Fantastic. excellent. Two thirds of an article that you had going on there, and then you just now you done goofed. I really like PS4, um, but the the thing with PS4 is that the the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox looked so freaking similar. Mm -hmm. Like, the, but wait, they're both. What's the, is that trapezoid? Is that the right name for the shape? I could be getting that wrong. But they're both kind of like parallelogram. 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 Mick Prism. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's been a yeah, long not time since I've... though. Parallelogram, I think, is right. Yeah. Because both the... Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, anyways, they both had that, like, same general design. Uh, I'm, I was kind of amazed that they were so similar. Um, like, this is the PlayStation, and this is the Xbox. This is a burger. This is a Big Mac. Like, I don't know. They were so freaking similar. But it looked sharp. They looked good. I just think the logo was fine, but then why not change it? They've changed it at every other stage. Um, 
I don't know. And to the be thing clear, that I saw was yeah. that people were mostly angry about the the not angry, disappointed. I don't know about the the boringness of five in general, but it may have been uh, misaimed aggression, right? And it might have been that the logo itself was boring because they did literally nothing new with it. Now, a lot of people are pointing out that this is what the dev kit looks like for the PlayStation 5. I still think that there is, at least I would hope that there is a chance that they would launch something that cool looking. Um, I think it would be just like such- I think it would be fun. Everything's so uh, boring these days. Yeah, like the new Xbox is so boring. Hey, it's it's a box. It's literally a box. What's in the box? It's literally a box. I sincerely hope that Sony allowed these leaks, because there's too many leaks for this to have been an accident. Uh, Like, I sincerely hope that Sony allowed these leaks so that they could test the water on this design. That is my personal hope. Uh, Because I would love to have a game console that looks like a freaking game console. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I think it's cool. With I all, like the I like the black and blue one considerably more than the silver and black one. I will say that. Much. Oh, the dev kits here, yeah. here, here! I'll I'll share your screen. Uh, let me try. I to think get... the black and blue one looks awesome. Here's the dev kitty one, mostly silver with black accents, blah blah blah. Um, and then here's the one we're talking about now. It's a tiny picture. Uh, Just zoom. Right. Good enough. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think that looks way better. I think yeah. it looks great in in mostly all black with the blue lighting. I now there's really cool. there's a solid chance it'll look nothing like that and it'll be a boring black box. But sure. I'm, I'm just I want to I want to have let the record show. I want to I want to state for the record. The '90s were I'm like maybe you know meh, meh, maybe a little too far, with the like wow that's crazy. But then we toned it all the way back to you, like zero. What you didn't like the clear Nintendo 64s? I actually loved that. Yeah. Okay. So what are you talking I, about? I, I, I mean, in general, there was some things about the 90s that were a little nuts. The console design in the 90s was great. Look at this I have this no stuff. issue with that at it was all. Amazing. That that. Oh yeah. My favorite one was the purple. This right here, fantastic. Super legit. Orange. Eh, that one never really did much for me. I wasn't that into the red either. But the 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 uh, the smoked black one. Smoked black one was sick. The blue one, the purple one. Oh I think yeah. all, all the bottom four there are really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't own a Nintendo. I have never in my life owned a Nintendo 64. That was probably. Ooh, that was one of our main consoles. Our main consoles that we had were definitely N64, no, SNES, N64, Xbox, and Xbox 360. Those were like the the base for us. All right, what if Sony made a car? Would Would you trust your life in the hands of Sony? You know what? Having experienced their laptops, I have concern. Okay, hold on a second. When, though? A long time ago. Okay. Because, like, I don't know, I, I don't it was remember. genuinely, like, 2008. I don't remember the last time their Which laptops were actually designed, like, <sighs> or, how do I put this? I don't remember the last time Sony actually cared about their laptops. So Yeah, okay. But they kept releasing them for a while after they stopped caring about them. And this is a car. So, hold on a second. So, Okay. Something I will I will mm. give out, I saw a comment about this, and I thought it was great, and I stand by it 100%. Sony used to be nuts 
they would just make everything and they would right. send things out there and they'd put tons of marketing and, and production behind it. And if it flopped, they were just like, Boop! and they'd just go try something else. And that's how they got into a whole bunch of weird markets. Right. Then they got really sheepish for a very long time and then they made a car. So like maybe Sony's back and that's cool. Do I want it? No, not personally, but I hope it does well. Here, let's pull it up. Well, so far it's just a concept. Um, it's, it's there's more... some, Okay, there's someone in the Floatplane chat with the name on Floatplane. Like, they made an account with this name and then paid money to Linus Sectives with this name. Like, this is their handle for sure. It is i7-6969X, and that is hilarious. <laughs> I just, I just love that. Like, that's what you committed to. <laughs> so, here's what's exciting oh, to me about okay. the Sony concept car. Not that I think Sony's actually going to make a car. In response to your question, I think I would trust Sony to make a car more than I would trust a lot of car manufacturers to make a car. Now that they're electric? To be Yes. Now that the car is basically a rolling computer... Yeah. Um, I, I would give I would have a lot more faith in Sony's ability to design and produce and QC it than I would in a lot of car manufacturers. Um, I would expect Sony to do things like provide software updates over time. <laughs> um, and Ugh. as far as like if it's a like category by category, um, I don't have as much trust in Sony. Um, like their, their cameras, I have a lot of trust in Sony. Yeah, I was gonna say, you have more experience with the cameras, which, yeah. might, which might drive you a little more. Whereas like some kind of home automation Because we, we, I mean, thing. LTT lived off a Sony camera for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah, for a long time. They're still great. Um, at like they're, like if they did like some weird, uh, like skunkworks type, like side project, I don't think I would have as much faith in them. Uh, would I buy a Sony TV? I mean, that's, that's a funny one. <clears throat> um, LG Display, not to be confused with LG Electronics, LG Display makes the Sorry. OLED panels that pretty much everyone and their dog is using in yeah. high-end TVs. Sony yeah. doesn't actually manufacture OLED panels. So why is it that for quite a while, actually, Sony had what was the best regarded OLED TV? You would think LG Electronics and LG the Display processor. would be able to work together pretty closely to make sure that LG Electronics has the best darn LG display-based thing, but that's not quite how it works. Sony managed to squeeze more out of the technology than the guys who basically work right next to the <laughs> campus where they make them. Yeah. Right? So if it was something like a TV or a display, I would actually have a lot of trust in Sony. So uh, cameras. I could, I could be 100% sure... Sony is far and away. So sorry, I don't mean um, I don't mean video production cameras. Now I'm talking about like tiny uh, image sensors, like what you would find in a cell phone. Uh, Sony makes the best ones, period. So I would trust that a Sony car would be absolutely riddled with them, and that they would all be Sony cameras, and that they would work really well. So there's certain things that I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, I could get behind that. They have a lot of talented engineers. They care a whole lot. 
And a decent amount of the stuff that I would be worried about like working are stuff that is for sure going to be solved by outside companies like the brakes. Yeah, exactly. Like you can just and the wheels. You can build your own motorcycle from scratch. You can build your own car from scratch by going and just buying enough they aftermarket have... tuned components to just actually make one. That can be done. You need to find a frame and stuff, but um, you you can literally also buy kits. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't think that a lot of the traditional automotive things are going to be complicated for Sony. I mean, the things that took the most R&D are no longer relevant. The internal combustion engine and the transmission. Like, that was the hard part. Now, I think really the point of this Sony concept car is that anyone can make a car. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that makes sense. Especially if you're outsourcing the motors at all. Like, yep. the motors and the batteries, if you're outsourcing the motors and the batteries, like... Now, with that said, I'm not saying anyone can run a successful car company, because no. there's a lot more to running a car company than building one car. Uh, you know, figuring out your supply chain and logistics issues, your regulatory issues, all that kind of stuff. That's, that's way more complicated, actually, than building a car at this point, uh, from my understanding. Um, so anyway, we can talk about it a little bit. Vision S concept car, built for the passenger's experience and safety. The platform was engineered by Magna, a vehicle supplier. The safety cocoon has 33 sensors in total, including high-resolution CMOS optical, solid advanced driver assistance system, suite, oh, no, a solid-state LiDAR, uh, radar, time-of-flight sensors, all of which are fused together to create an advanced driver assistance system suite. Individual speakers per passenger seat allow users to listen to their own music. I doubt that that works very well. Uh, the dashboard display spans the entire width of the vehicle. See, I would trust Sony to have great displays in their vehicle. The, the electronic setup looks really cool. Internet connected, kept up to date, and add new features, has a valet mode, um, says this platform will be able to support other types of vehicles like SUVs. Um, no indication of it ever making it to a production stage. You know what? I've talked myself into it. I would strongly consider a Sony car, especially if, if they, they were... If they release their car, you review your car, flip it, and get this one. What do you think? Fine. I'll do it. I will cool. buy the Sony car. Cool. I will put in a pre-order cool. the minute it goes up for cool. sale. You hear that, Sony? Yeah. I will buy the Sony car because... I don't like Tesla's attitude. I've talked about this on the WAN show before. Yeah. I don't like their attitude. And if Sony was to come in and be someone with, because I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily after the, like, you know, the, the wheel alignment experience. I'm after, because the, the, the computerized features of a car are kind of more important to me at this point. So if someone were to come in and challenge Tesla in that space, uh, where they're providing updates, adding new features, all those things that Tesla does without being anti-right to repair, um, I'd be very interested What if they in still it. are? Well, hmm. I kind that's of already shook on a, it, didn't I? That's a relative assumption. I feel like you could take it back based on that. I don't want you to, but that is a very understandable stance. If they were anti-right to repair, then what's really the major Yeah, then I might as well just go buy a Tesla because they've got the track record at this point. Yeah. So, um, like, I, I feel like that's a reasonable out. I... All right, fair enough. Someone says, when did Sony start releasing software updates? Um, they do firmware updates for their cameras. They release software updates for the PlayStation all the time. A lot of Sony is the cameras. That's true. And yep. the, a lot of the knowledge about Sony then goes to the console. Which, like, you might want 
software updates for your console faster, but they, it doesn't mean they don't release a lot of them. Yep. And they kind of won the whole last console generation. So yeah, landslide like, victory. That was, yeah, they, they took that one home. No I doubt. I mean, Switch. We're, we're talking Xbox versus PlayStation. Here. Yeah, I mean, the Switch was like, I don't... It was quite how a bit later. People, how many people you think own a Switch as their only last-gen console? Ooh, interesting. Probably still a decent amount because families and stuff. And me. You don't have a PlayStation 4? No, I stole the Works one for like a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you would have had to get one then. A PlayStation 4? Yeah, would you have just not bought one? Yeah. Really? I'm that cheap. Wow. Yeah. So you just... All those games that you were willing I to, I made like, an agreement with AJ. Steal from me in order to play. Yeah. That was fine. Oh, yeah. But, like, $400, of which you're only out, like, maybe 100 of it because you can flip the stupid thing in six months. No. No. Okay. No. Uh, I made an agreement with AJ. Now, hold I... on. No, 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 no. Okay, back up a second. Because you wanted to play the games. Oh, yeah. The difference is I don't want to play the games. I just don't care. You wouldn't go out... Buy a used console, lose maybe twenty or thirty dollars on the deal, and flip it again after you've played the games. Bull stuff. Yeah, yeah he would have owned not. it. Really? Probably not. No, I don't buy it. Talk about your deal with AJ, but clearly you're a liar at this point. Anyway, I had, so we shouldn't <laughs> be listening to you. I'll get into why not in a moment. Fine. But I had a deal with AJ that I would play Horizon Zero Dawn in 2020. I stopped playing it when it first came out. I was really excited for it to come out. He really liked it a lot. I was like, no, I'm not going to play it. And as a joke, I was like, yeah, in 2020, I'll play it. This was like 2017? It's 2020 now. And I've basically just been like, I can't. I don't have one. Sorry. <laughs> hey, AJ. He did say. Hey, he AJ. He did say. He did say. He can still borrow our <laughs> PS4 anytime he wants. I, can, I said uh, once the lounge is back up, I might play it from the lounge. Because mm. I don't want to take it home, mm. but I might play it from the lounge. Mm -hmm. And the lounge is coming. Well, AJ heard what I said too, so there you go. <laughs> he heard what you said. He heard what he, I said. He said I could play Detroit Become Human, so I might do that instead, actually. But and that's on PC. Uh, Del but that's on the Epic Store. So. Uh... Do you own anything from the Epic Game Store no. yet? Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. That's not actually just because I'm cheap. Technically, my company does because we had to like put Fortnite on computers so that we could do videos about. Do you own LOL Fortnite? Of, it's a free game though. Uh, well, I have an account. Like LTT Benchmark has an account. I don't have a. Yeah, but you haven't account. like bought anything from the Epic Game Store. Oh yeah, I guess not. Yeah, you just install the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if anything. I'm bringing them down one free download of the game and no microtransactions <laughs> at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Perfect. Uh, Dell shows off the Alienware Concept UFO. You know what? I'm going to use the Business Insider source for this story. Look at this thing. It's a Switch. Yeah. Yep. But you can do PC games on it. So I get straight up, I haven't looked into this like at all. Is this a remote play thing, or are these playing natively off the device? No, these are playing natively off the device. Does as it far support as we can remote tell. play? Uh, well, presumably it would because anything with a Steam account supports remote play. So there's yeah. that. Uh, oh wow! Thank you, thank you, Google it Docs. Always I'm does this. Halfway through the show, and it just logs me out of my account. That's it's great. Wonderful. Oh, appreciate you so much, fam. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so basically it's it's a little portable console that looks like a switch It looks like it's maybe a little thicker looks like it's maybe a little wider the controllers in my opinion Ergonomics don't look entirely there, but they might even end up being a little bit better Just because they are a little bit bigger and when yeah. you're holding a single controller by itself Yeah, it's a little small on the switch um, I was hoping that they would fix in my opinion the one issue that I have with the switch is the joysticks are so small that like they become annoying to use if I'm trying to play something very seriously. And if I'm trying to do like uh, a game where you have to hold the joystick in a direction for a long time, they become a little frustrating. I have little caps on mine and even then it's like still not great. Uh, but they look really small on this one too. It's got an 8 inch screen uh, compared to the Nintendo Switch's 6.2 inch screen, so it's larger and noticeably heavier. Uh, the side controllers are detachable, just like the Switch, with a connector to turn them into a standalone controller, just like the Switch. It's got a kickstand for seated gaming and can dock to be used with an external display. So it is otherwise a fully-fledged Windows PC. Here, I'm going to show your screen for a second there. It looks like, it looks very large. It looks really big. Like, if you look at this dude's hands, or yeah. maybe, I don't know. But if you look at this person's hands, like that controller, compared to a Switch controller, unless this person has tiny hands, it's huge. It's really weird the way the uh, perspective of this image makes it kind of um, hard to tell that this is a straight down line. It looks like an angle. Yeah, it looks like the screen is um, a trapezoid. <laughs> but it it seems, and this looks this looks straight down instead of but it, angled. There's but there's more it, of a gap here, or less of a gap here. Than yeah, exactly. There. But just the way that this image is shot, uh, where it's closer to the top and farther from the bottom makes it kind of look like this is straight down, but it's it's clearly not. The screen has to be square, so it looks like they they slide. Well, on no, at it an looks angle. like it looks like the screen. Yeah, it looks like the screen, the yeah. display is square, but it looks like the framing is genuine. The frame is like a frame. Yeah. Yeah, and I, that's a really weird choice. I don't know that why you would do okay, that. Might be okay, because your natural hand position isn't. Yeah, but you could have just as easily. Um, just made the device thicker and had a bit more room in it and made the controller a little bit straight. Like, I don't really get it. I don't know. And, like, do these controllers clip in? It looks like it, yep. Or do they slide in? Oh, ah, hard to tell from that picture. Uh, so Dell insists this is a concept, but those who had hands-on said it appears to be very polished for a concept device. Um, this is speculation on our part, but with Intel's demo of their new Xenon, <laughs> discrete graphics, um... Wow, go look, look at my, uh, just jumped because of ad loading. Thanks, Business Insider, but, uh, look how, oh my god! Maybe it's possible this device was a demo for that and they just couldn't talk about it. Look how huge that yeah, it's, is! Yeah, it's pretty chunky. It's not small. And especially in a lady's hands now, uh, it looks... Like, that looks difficult to use Really for unwieldy. Yeah. Um, huh. All right. Cherry updated their MX switches for 100 million actuations, which is really funny um, because I remember talking to Ooh. them when we did our factory tour, and they were like, yes. well, the whole however many millions of actuations is basically just a dick-waving contest, and we're not going to participate. Well, they participated. Competition's getting a little bit more spicy. We talked yep. to them while we were there about, like, you guys need to produce more. Because there was a huge era there, which I think a lot of people have forgotten about, where, like, certain places couldn't really make 
mechanical keyboards and certain companies that were making mechanical keyboards were having supply issues because they couldn't get enough cherry switches. Yep. And cherry essentially was like, hey, anyone ever interested in making a switch company, if you want to just come take a giant amount of business from us, that would be great because we're just not going to produce anymore. Um, and then companies did. Uh, and now they're here to stay for sure, and they're actually yeah. doing quite well. To be clear, they didn't literally say that, they just sat on ass, yeah. is the point Luke was trying to make. Um, and I think now they're hurting. Yep, that's what happens. They're trying to claw back in. And I'm kind of disappointed, because I was a Cherry fan, yep. and I still kind of am, but like, they shouldn't have had to do this. They should have just had better production. So we saw their like entire production, and it was like a relatively small room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Cherry increased the gliding surface area on the key switch stem as well as the included eight guide rails on the inside of the switch housing, and they're calling this new solution Hyperglide. They also showed off their new Viola switch design aimed at more budget-oriented keyboards. And this is the company's first fully mechanical switch for the value market meant for keyboards that will cost between $50 and $100. So I'd be, uh, I'd actually be quite interested to try that out. Um, I guess that's pretty much all I have to talk about for now. Do you really care that much about that um, pot? Stash box. Oh that no, I was just award. I was just confused about the name of the okay, thing. Okay, well whatever. There's a pot stash box and it's got facial recognition, Wi-Fi, and Bluetooth. There's a built-in scale that works with the mobile app. Ha. <laughs> um, okay. Sure. And they it's, won a, an it's a box. They won an innovation award, even though you're not allowed to have cannabis at the exhibit at the exhibition, uh, because they didn't mention cannabis. Um, it really needs this. It has an LED display, backlit LED display, just in case you didn't think it was backlit, uh, that shows the time and outdoor weather. So it disguises itself as a clock. Cool. That's pretty funny. I mean, it's fine. Uh, it's, it's just a box, though. All right. Like, maybe it has, like, stuff that makes it so you don't smell it from outside of the box. It does really look like a clock. Okay. Oh, here, hold on. Oh, my goodness. All right, hold oh, on. Oh, wow. Way to ruin everything, Luke. Well, I think they have a thing that's like, are you sure you want to be here? Yeah. Are you 21 years old? So can I even show this? Um, no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, it looks like a clock. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like... A really old desktop clock, like a really old one. All right, we're going to get to our Super Chats in one momento, please. I'm really happy the Innovation Award went to a desktop clock that is also a box. Great, great work. Are we in the wrong line of business? Like, maybe. Maybe we should make boxes. Yeah, should we just make, like, a cute one? We always do all the hardest stuff. Yeah. Let's start a new company making YouTube videos. And then let's start a new company hosting videos on the internet. We're always yeah, like, what making, is the highest difficulty possible merch. thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. And we could just, I don't make know. Make boxes. Yeah, just, what if we just. That have like probably a under 99 cent from China electronic yeah. little clock in it. Like what if we made a, what if we made a cookie jar that like, you know, when the kids walk up to it is like, you better go ask mom first. Done. How many millions of those do we sell? You can make it look like yeah. a, a it flower could look like pot. Like a little cat, you know. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. You know, you, you could have There's like a clock on it. Yeah, you could have like tokens. Why not? Like the kids could go get like it could have like a little fob that goes on your keychain, so the kids have to go use the fob in order to open it and give your keys back. So like you know, it's like, like there, boom. And it just like million dollar idea. It complains until it's properly closed. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, it makes noise while it's open. Like, honest, honestly, like, do we, do we just go get a hardware engineer I, right sure. now and just, yeah. like, yeah, let's just make this it. thing? Cause, I, like, I don't know who to be more disappointed in. The, the, like, awards company thing for giving a box with a clock on it, the Innovation Award at CES, or the entire rest of the consumer electronics industry for not making something better than a box with a clock on it. Like, I don't, I don't know which one. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But there you go. All right, uh, Carpool Critics, guys. We have a um, movie podcast. It's over at carpoolcritics.libsyn.com. You can find it on Twitter, at Carpool Critics. Uh, James, Riley, and David are the main talents. I don't know if they did one this week because they were down at CES, but generally speaking, they'll be hitting a new movie every week. And LTX, save the date. August 8th and 9th. These need to be corrected. You can find the full details at ltxexpo.com. We highly recommend that you be there. We already have creators RSVPing. Uh, I forget which ones I'm actually allowed to say because we have to ask them, hey, is it okay if we confirm yeah, that you're coming? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, there's already creators that are going to be there, and I'm really, really excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. So Super Chats. I hope the LTT offices are insulated and your pipes are covered. Next week, it's going down to minus seven. Oh, my. Uh, yes, it's insulated. Um, I can't show it to you. Wait, you know what? I'm going to show it to you now. Do you want to read some Super Chats while I show them the insulation? Sure. Uh, where were we? Da, 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 da. I subbed a float plane, but I watch on YouTube to improve monetization. Is that the best way? I mean, sure, if you're into it. I would just watch on Floatplane because yeah, the better Floatplane. quality. But I mean, you can you can do whatever you want. If it's satisfying, do it Insulation up. Insulation on the wall. Actually, it's for noise dampening, but whatever. Minor details. Still kind of works, I guess. Um, someone deleted their message. If they were smart. Here's an interesting spicy question. Sure. PIA PIA rep on WAN show when? You guys mentioned you're gonna explain like a month ago, been a PIA customer for a long time. Ah. Acquisition worried me. So I think we were supposed to have done it already, but then something something, the three different time zones of the parties involved, we had to push it, but it is still going to happen at some point. Okay. Um Ite says, don't forget to hire Madison. Okay. I, I, I don't. She would, there would have to be a position she was qualified for that we actually had available, so we'll see. She can apply like everyone else. Um, Aiden says, Forgotten Weapons is a super cool channel. I'm excited to see them on Flowplane. Some guy in Twitch chat asked, where can I buy Luke's shirt? LTTstore.com. Go, go, go. <laughs> Uh, Ilya says, so it's right here. I guess he knew that. That was a joke. My bad. So women's LTT underwear is real now. By the way, amazed by the form of the mother of three. Great job, Yvonne. I will. I will let her know. Uh, and no, it's not real. She just made that out of scrap fabric. Uh, Yvonne made ladies' underwear out of. I yeah. I attend the internet. Ah, fair enough. Uh, ben says, remember when Luke was wrong? Legally, this has to be brought up every year. <laughs> Do you remember what it was over? Not I you. don't. You don't? I don't anymore. No. I do. There's I do. Too it was a Pokemon. Memes. It was the typing of a Pokemon. Oh. Okay. I don't remember which one. Uh, Robbie says, are you going to do anything with Oculus Quest Steam Link VR? Yes, we have a video coming soon um, using the, the link cable and all that kind of cool stuff. All right. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm only going to be able to do so many of these. We're actually way over time on the show today. I just realized that. Uh, would a 3900X be a decent upgrade over an i5-3570K? Do you even have to ask that? You spent $5 to ask that instead of upgrading your CPU. 
Cake your boy 1337. You gotta get yourself together over there. Cakey. Um, this is a great idea. Tim Wade says, Scrapyard Wars idea. Each team gets a GTX 1080 and has to barter their way to the best benchmarks. Interesting. I like it. I think we should start with something better. Like we should start with an RTX 2080 Ti or something. I, I don't want us to have too much money though. Like that was a, yeah. Right, but you can make, when you're talking trading, because you can't sell it. Oh. So okay. when you're talking about trading, trading for money is like a thing. But, no, but I, yeah, I, no. Okay, I now understand you. Okay. I like it. I like it as so bartering. trading for items. Yeah. So like we're old school. Fiat doesn't exist. Yeah. There is no chickens Bitcoin. and eggs. Yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk and <laughs> that's kind of fun. Cows. Yeah. Okay, so this could go two ways. You could paperclip it, where we start with like an old kind of not great system. That, would that might take be months. kind of impossible. Yeah, it would take months. So we're starting with something crazy. So we're like yeah. trading someone a really nice graphics card for like their whole computer. Yeah, but That's then probably how that kind of end up going. And then we have that, and we can work from there. Yeah, because otherwise you've got too much value tied up in one thing. So you have to get the best, like multi-item thing, because you could trade it for anything. You could trade it for a car for all it. You know. <laughs> Interesting. One of the a fun rule could be yeah. that the first trade can't be a computer part. Oof, that would take so long. It'd probably take too long. It'd take forever. It'd be entertaining, but it'd probably take. It'd probably be impossible to like document properly. Meximan and Cheese says, "How about not a mineral oil PC, but a deionized water PC?" Thirty-minute computer. Thirty-minute computer. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of an interesting video, though. How long will it last? Um, we've talked about it before. I put a hard drive in water and it died. Instantly? Not quite instantly, but pretty fast. Yep. Is there any way to And not one with breathing holes. <laughs> a oh, sealed one. Oh. oh. Okay, yeah, you're good. Um, is there any way to constantly progressively deionize water? Like, could you counteract the... Maybe. Chemistry? I, I honestly don't know. It'd be fun. Alex? Uh, Pasta Pojkin says, uh, first year anniversary with my girlfriend. Could you shout out uh, Jaria and Dill? Yes, I can. Daria. Jaria and Dill. Jaria? Jaria oh, and I Dill. Oh, I see what you did. Hey. Hey. I'm just messing with you, Daria yeah. and Jill. Both of you. Uh, Fatal Flaw says, oh, I got here late. Did I miss Intel's funeral? Oof. Ouch. Ouch. Blah, 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 blah. Luke, can you do a kickflip? Uh, you didn't ask for this story, but back when I, my brother and I were kids and skateboards became really popular for our generation because they phase in and out constantly, uh, we had this old, terrible scooter. And it had like a bolt-on handle thing and it had a flip up at the back, but the front was flat and it was just horrible. I don't even remember where we got it from. But we decided, hey, it's a skateboard if you unscrew the handle, right? So we did that. Not really. Uh, we tried for so long. I mean, like, genuinely a very long time. I don't think and either of us ever were able to land a kickflip. What we did do, though, was some pretty sick, you know, when you're standing there, you just stomp on the tail and you watch it flip for a while. That was entertaining. 
because that's pretty much as far as we got. There you go. Uh, ben Quigley says, uh, got Spectrum here from the forum, seeing as it's my birthday. Just a reminder Happy that birthday. the LTT folding team exists. Yeah. Come fold people. There's no event, just folding. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Johnny Lombach says, thank you for recommending CrossCode. I bought it recently, and I absolutely love it. You still haven't played it. You suck. I've played CrossCode. You suck. I haven't beat it. I've played it. How far in are you? Not I right. bet my son's further than you. Probably. He's actually gotten shockingly good at it. I think the babysitter's been letting him play video games more than she's supposed to. Because he's, like, actually really good. Like, he's using the tech tree and, like, using abilities to beat bosses that, like, I know for a fact I didn't show him and stuff. Like, he's getting to the age where he can actually figure out games on his own. <laughs> okay, actually, I need your guys' help. Um, this reminds me. Uh, what is it called? Um... There's a Final Fantasy VI mod. World Reborn, is that what it's called? I think so. Um, Brave New World. Okay. So I got an email from someone recently saying, hey, I know Final Fantasy VI is like your favorite game of all time. This mod makes it better in every way Okay. So here are some of here are some of the and I need your guys's I need your guys's genuine honest thoughts. If you haven't played it, shut up. Are you gonna stream it? If you've played it, oh I, I don't know I hadn't really thought about that. Um, I would I would watch you play that. I would watch that stream. Okay, complete overhaul of Final Fantasy VI featuring character-based Esper restrictions, so you can't just put any Esper on anyone you want with the level up bonuses that come along with that so you could, you know, turn, you know, uh, Strago into like a tank or whatever else. Like, um, so, so it's, you can only assign, I think, the, the maximum for like the magic heavy characters is like they can have up to six espers uh, or seven, seven or something like that. Um, new stats boosts that promote greater diversity and allow for customized development. An Esper leveling system that disassociates Esper bonuses from traditional levels. So you don't have to have the Esper actually equipped at the time that you level up. You, like, buy the bonuses from the Espers. I don't mind that. So it's more okay. like a credit for Esper bonuses instead of having to, like, in between every random encounter, like, go into the menu and see who's about to level up next and flip around their Espers. Like, that was really tedious and stupid. Um, new and reworked formulas which rescue everything that isn't magic or magic evasion from the dump stat heap. So basically, the idea is that it makes physical and magic both important. Like, worth investing into. Um, evade was just outright broken in the game. Like, it actually just didn't, didn't work. Function. And okay. apparently, it fixes that. Rebalanced equipment, item spells, and skills that aim to remove dead weight and give players more and better choices. Overhaul of enemies from their stats to their behavior to better challenge veteran players and newcomers alike. Tons of bugs, bug fixes. A new script. That's a little scary. That restores much of which what was lost in translation. Now you can just put like the uh, Game Boy Advance remake script in there if you feel like it, okay. or the original Build Will See script if you really want to do that too. Is my understanding. So they're not necessarily changing the storyline. Um. Maybe. I heard that the script. Okay, so I read some posts on Reddit that were really focused on 1.9, which came out quite a long time ago. Um, and they said that the updated script had like pop culture references and like memes oh. and stuff in it. Now, the original script also did. 
Oh, so maybe it's... Like, Biggs and Wedge are the names of the two first characters that you meet. No, no kidding. Not, <laughs> That's cool. Not by I like accident. That. I hope they don't change that. Um, That's pretty sweet. But there's very little of it. Like, very, very little. Uh, so I want to know, should I go play... It's not a difficulty mod, but it is harder than vanilla Final Fantasy VI, apparently. Should I play it? I will take feedback from Floatplane first. You guys... Oh, Broken Trim Chain says they just ignore us here. That was it. You wasted your comment that I was going to read on that. Way to it's go. It's all over now. It's, it's all gone. over now. That was the end. Yeah. Um, um, so... No, there's nothing in there. Have you played KOTOR? I didn't get into it. You didn't like it? I didn't get into it. By the time I touched it, um, it was already a pretty outdated RPG. Yeah. Um, and it, I, you know what? No offense to the people who hold it very near and dear. Um, it did not age well. Yeah. It's like tough to play. Like the targeting is, the combat is really rough. The conversation stuff is fine, but the combat is very, very rough. So I didn't even manage to get into Neverwinter Nights 2, and that came out... Um, like, I tried to like it because I paid for it with my money, <laughs> and that was three years later with what I think we can probably agree is fairly um, three years' worth of progress, better gameplay. Um, the first one of those sort of D&D inspired games that I really got into was Dragon Age, and I know that was pretty normie. So that should give you guys the some idea. The original Dragon Age was sick, though. The original like, Dragon was Age a was a great game. Really good game. Um, but but I know a lot of D&D hardcores were like, this is too dumbed down. This is, they've gone mainstream now. And sure, they might have done that, but it worked great for me. I loved that game. Yeah. Um, so KOTOR was really not something I was... D&D's a little mainstream if you're in the tabletop space, though. Just saying. There are other games. You could spread out. You don't just have to play D&D &D forever. You play other tabletop RPGs. And we've got someone else uh, after your own heart here. Astaroth says, nothing aged as well as World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it kind of did. It did age very well. Uh, Drandy says, everything you're saying is going to start a riot, Linus. <laughs> like, what do you guys want from me? Um, so did you know, okay... In a video a while ago, you look at the camera and you say BRB Tornado. Yeah. Did you know that was the guild name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you told okay. me that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know, because, like, that was immediately screenshot and just put everywhere. Because people just loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just messing with you. Okay, okay. I thought you were. I just wasn't sure. The second, the second someone sent it to me, because I didn't know about it, I watched it. And the way you looked at the camera, I was like, he's talking to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is pointed. The Sebi Gamer says, only play it if you've played the vanilla before. Well, yeah, I've played he the vanilla has. before. It's yeah. like my favorite game of all time. I would like to watch you play it. That would be my vote. I would watch streams of you playing So, I have to stream it. Okay. Yeah. I think I, you should stream it. I'm getting surprisingly little feedback. Um, Desync says, I agree. I don't know who you're agreeing with. Should we but, uh, I have multiple friends who liked it and still speak highly of it, but when I tried it, no thanks. It's just not as engaging as they said. They're biased. Simple as that. Okay. 
Got it. I did not play Morrowind. So Morrowind was another perfect example of a 2D oh. RPG that I just didn't get into. Morrowind's amazing, but it's really hard to go back to if you didn't play it. I can go back to it because I remember all the systems and it doesn't feel that foreign to me. I played Oblivion first. That was my first Elder Scrolls game. Oblivion's a lot easier to go back to. And, well, it wasn't a matter of go back to. Like, it was my first Elder okay. Scrolls game. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like, that was a great game. I want to play more Elder Scrolls. And I went back and tried to play Morrowind, and I was just like, I walked down some path, got immediately just... Dunked. Just, like, crushed into the... Into the so, gravel. in my opinion, the, I was like, okay. the best way to go back and play Morrowind, especially if you haven't played it before, and you haven't played it before, you might not have to lean on this, but if you haven't played it before, is to cheat. There's a few different skills and things that you can artificially crank up that make the game just kind of not stupid. Like a, an old, and this comes from D&D, &D, but an old gaming thing is just that you like miss all the time, and it's not fun gameplay. Yeah. And Morrowind is extremely in that realm. So you walk up to like this giant dumb crab that can't do anything, and you have a sword, and you stab it in the face, and the game's like, miss! And you stab it like a million times, and you have to get your longsword skill up or whatever. Yeah. And then there's individual skills for like every very granular type of weapon, which is cool. Um, but also makes the gameplay really annoying when you just can't hit anything. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm the world's like most masterful swordsman, but like I can't even pick up a bow and arrow without it immediately falling out of my yeah, hands. Yeah, like, like there's, there's really clunky things in the game to, to like get past those uh, tedious game mechanics. Cheating and just individually cranking some skills will probably make your experience better. Patrick Finney says, I prefer the original Japanese release of Final Fantasy VI uh. versus the U.S. Final Fantasy III. And that is, I guarantee it, exactly what you sound like. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Okay, I'm pumping uh, a uh, straw poll out here. Dominic says, remember when everyone was saying the original Wolfenstein graphics were so realistic and you go back and look at it and it looks like a multi-cade game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So nobody seems to like have played this thing or like know anything about it pretty much. There's a couple of posts in here, but I'm reading basically everything that I see, but someone says they want me to stream it. So you know what? Maybe I'll just give it a shot. I've got I've got a legit cartridge, so I can I I won't feel bad just playing Final Fantasy VI. Votes are pouring in, but I think we've already kind of got our percentage breakdown. Okay, so apparently I got to play it, and I I can tell you my my worry I I feel like I'm gonna hate it because a lot of why I love Final Fantasy VI so much it's it's grindy most of these skills don't matter at all the puzzles are honestly not really challenging by modern standards even um maybe maybe part of that is that i know the game like the back of my hand not like the back of my hand this like i've never min maxed it or any done any like challenge game through playthroughs i did a, i did a min max of oblivion and it gets ridiculous but um yeah you can like jump whole buildings and stuff it gets nuts but uh that's why i think you should stream it because right. if you're going to replay a game, like, I had a lot of fun. I did this uh, when, when I used to do those charity streams where I'd play one, one second, game One second, I hour. need to ban Mike Godovin. He says, sorry, 
Final Fantasy VI is trash. Uh, okay, Report. I am reporting you for hate speech. And her, actually, can I do harassment and hate speech? No, I have to pick one. Would you say it's harassment or hate speech? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. I was going to say harassment. Um, what, what, Your charity uh, streams. Yeah, right. So I was so listening. I'd play for one hour each game, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I played Morrowind for an hour, and I just yep. tried to pack in, like, all the, as many, not all, not even close to all, yep. but as many of the little secrets and tricks I've learned over the years. Yep. And it was really fun, and people enjoyed it. Uh, and I think showing people that stuff and showing people like why I liked Morrowind was one of the big reasons of why I enjoyed that segment. I don't even know if there's a great reason to like Final Fantasy VI that I could demonstrate to people. But I the think the music is great. But I think watching you go funny, through the experience like, would be a form of entertainment, even if it's not like hey, exciting. It would be a form of entertainment to see you relive a game that I've heard you talk a lot about. You know what? I actually um, had a. I, I ended up killing like two hours reading this blog the other night. And it was amazing. So it's a, a translator who works on Japanese to English translations. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, what was I looking for? Um, ah, here it is. You should read it. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, the site is legendsoflocalization.com. Oh, yeah. No, Do I, you know this? Uh, I know of the website. I, oh, I, okay. haven't seen, um, I haven't seen this one. Clyde... Mandolin? Mandelin? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, created this system for um, seeing the dialogue from five different versions of the game on wow. the same playthrough at the same time. That's really cool. And he goes through and just, he, there's streams to go along with it, but these are just like the highlights. I'm a reader, not a stream watcher, so sure. I ended up just reading it. But um, just kind of talks about, so here's the original Japanese, which he'll often say like, you know, how close the various translations got to because he can read it. Uh, they've got the Game Boy Advance translation, this fan translation that's famous for being terrible, <laughs> and then talking about how great it was compared to uh, the Bill Woolsey translation, which is the original North America release. And then they've also got Google in there for fun. And some <laughs> of the stuff that Google spits out is absolutely amazing. Um, some of the stuff that's the, pretty cool. Yeah, some of the stuff the fan translation or the original one that I I never realized how confusing some of the dialogue was because when I'm going through and playing for myself, I know what's going to happen, so I don't need to worry if like foreshadowing was done wrong. Right. You know? Yeah. But there's some stuff where the meaning of what the characters are saying was dramatically altered. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, okay. And apparently, he like famously had almost no time to work on it, and there were some censorship issues with Nintendo of America, where like there's some pretty explicit language in the Japanese one that he had to be like, do you want to come sit with me? Soldier boy. Oh. When, like, the Japanese is not that. <laughs> like, oh, you know, to let me, to let you through here, you got to bring me some liquor. Uh, whereas the boy's like, yep, apple cider. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, okay, maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll try it. I think it'll be fun to watch. Uh, okay, there's one more super chat that I really have to read because it's like a $100 super chat. You're nuts. Mr. Idnet Guy 2004. No idea. He has what... done $100 super chats multiple times. He's done these for, this is like the third, there's more there's than one. There's two on this one. What are you doing? I think he's got to be close to like $1,000 he's donated through this. What are you trying to achieve? 
I'm back. Yeah, we see that, but like. There's three? There's no, no, two I'm two, back? Just two, just two. No, Are you I think sure? There's just one I'm back. Yeah, just one I'm back. Yeah. Okay. But then, okay. okay, okay, there's a legit question in this other one here. Hold on a second. Linus, how can I get 10 gigabit Ethernet to my house? And remember me? Um, 10 gigabit Ethernet. Well, it doesn't really work that way. So, okay. So if you want 10 gig LAN, you need to get a 10 gig switch, CAT 6A cable, and 10 gig network cards for all your devices. If you want 10 gigabit internet, it won't come over ethernet. It'll come over a fiber connection that you like literally pay contractors to dig a trench to your house <laughs> and tie into your local ISP. Cause like- I mean, he might have the money for it. Yeah, I mean, if you give out $100 super chats for no apparent reason. Like they're candy. Okay, I'll just read the ones that are related to the Final Fantasy VI mod. Al Baker says yes. Yugi Satan says yes. Um, Daggerfall? Whew. Uh, Glarung says you realize Final Fantasy VI is older than most of your audience. And on that note, I think we're done here. Thank you very much and good night. Good night. Ding, 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 ding.